Mr. Bombastic. We want some bombastic, romantic, fantastic lover. Mr. Lova Lova, Mr. Lova Lova, girl. Mr. Lova Lova, Mr. Lova Lova. She call me Mr. Bombastic. Welcome in, you're listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast, one of New Zealand's most rated financial literacy <laughs> and self-improvement podcasts in the country. How good is that? Mikey, good to see you across from me as always, mate. I was about to bang into tunes, man. That's a good one, eh? She's a goodie, isn't yeah, it? I love it. It's just a happy-go-lucky tune, eh? Yeah, we're going to be talking about the boomers today. A happy-go-lucky bunch. Yeah, baby boomers, the ones that had it all so good, so easy. When I was starting to think about writing notes for this... I was in two minds about how to attack this. Yeah. And I feel like I have to probably try and contain myself on this one. Okay. Depending on what triggers you pull. Just let them roll. But Okay, you look like you've got a stack of notes. Yeah, I've got some notes. Good on you. Well, what we're going to do, because this is off of the back of, you know, often people talk about which generation's got it best, all of those sorts of things. And I got some audio through from Josiah, I think, is the correct pronunciation of the name. And I'll try and play it through here. And I said, great, let's try and do a pod on that at some stage. So I'll get this cranking. You know, we like to complain about how easy they had it 30 or 40 years ago. But what they didn't have is, they didn't have Netflix, they didn't have Spotify, didn't have YouTube, didn't even have internet. And if you ask the whole of the people if they'd rather have a house for 30 or 40K, all the modern convenience that we have at our fingertips these days, pretty sure that most of them would probably pick the expensive hassle, the conveniences. They just completely forget that they're really just comparing apples to oranges. It's not the same, you know, like they didn't have what we have back then. They didn't have the ability to make income like we have now, you know, and we have so much more opportunity than they did. We just need to stop bitching about it. And I think you guys should probably do a pot on that, you know, the difference between now and then, people need to stop comparing it because it's not the same. It's completely different. Hey, thanks for your stuff, mate. Savage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people would like that. Nah. Yeah, it's an interesting one, eh? I personally, because I've done, um, I got kind of into researching the history of economics, and because I've done that, I don't even like comparing generations because the one thing you realise is every single one is dealt like a different deck of cards and they just play them. Um, so I'm personally not a fan of it. But, like, there's there's sort of two things. Like, the boomers versus, like, us or the next generation below us, they got to ride this giant financial wave of wealth building. They had... Um, oil and energy discovery. There's parts There's parts in there that, you know, there was an oil crisis and people couldn't fill up their cars and shit, so that was that time. But basically they had um, the cost of energy collapsing. They had the lowering of interest rates for like 30, 40, 50 years in some places. The asset prices skyrocketing since we went off the gold standard globally. Um, Is and that they, the 70s? That? 71, yeah. So, like, that, all of their houses and stuff are worth more. And now, you know, they could buy houses with, like, two or three times their income, and we're up at, like, seven to ten times, which is technically twice as hard. 
Um, they also had lower tax rates, and we have much higher tax rates. So not only are uh, like the houses that win stuff that we want to buy, like seven to ten times more versus theirs, but we have less income left over to go and do it. You know, like so. There's all of this stuff, right? Um, but you do have to ask yourself: Does thinking about that and complaining about it actually serve you any good? I don't think so. Like people just, like say these things to me, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, just means that you have to go and earn more money. Like, there's not actually like a complex answer about it. You, I get all these like weird messages and comments, like the fuck I don't know like these words like patriarchy needs to change I don't even know what the fuck it means you know no. um, you've seen them yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, like the system needs a change and all this shit like it's just the it's just the time we're in um, but if I could go back into like 1971 and then have access to a phone that had all of the information in the world you know I'd probably use that more than stocking up on rental properties so like we've got something now that they didn't have and we've got an internet age and you know, we can communicate with someone in America or England or, like, there's this wild shit that would never have been even thought of back then. Yeah. So we have different different cards and you have to play the hand that you're dealt, but I don't think it's beneficial to look at, compare different generations. Because there's boomers out there that are fucked too. Yes. They don't have any money. No. You know, there's some that didn't do it. And they say, I wish I had the opportunities you have today. Mm. And often that was why I think a lot of parents said to their kids, go to university, you'll get options. You won't just have to have a job that's sort of mm. set out for you. Because their parents were probably like industrial revolution fucking grinding away like cutting logs or some shit, you know? like <laughs> Yeah, coming <laughs> home on now, a horse. Now you can get educated and have an office job. Yeah, you know, That was that then and be a doctor or a lawyer because we invented it. <laughs> mm. You know, I think... Um, that's complete, completely different, and none of that serves you. And I, I don't hate on the boomers for anything, apart from the fact, apart from them telling us what to fucking do. You know, like, I'm sick of being told that, you know, we need to implement this tax to fix this after you, the boomer, used all the cheap energy in the world for your whole life. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of being told all that kind of shit. How to solve climate change. Yeah, like a 65-year-old politician telling me how to solve climate change. Fuck off. (laughs) You had 65 years. Yeah. And you didn't do it. You're just coming out with this now. How come this has just started? Oh, mate, I love hearing from them how to solve the housing market as well. Yeah, yeah, That's always good. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that stuff, I I literally, I don't know if they know this, but I turn off. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other people do too because you're fucking pissing into the wind. I just don't care. Yep. Like literally coming from their mouths after using the advantages of everything like that for so long means zero to me. Yeah. So that's the part I disagree with. Comparing the rest of it, not helpful. But they did have 18% interest rates, mate, so calm down, you know. <laughs> they love they love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but, these rates I mean, aren't even high. I've done like the, when you do the calculations of like how much household income versus the cost of the loan like we're in a way harder position now yeah yeah so i mean we we can go on about that stuff all day but the fact is it doesn't change and when you do those calculations and stuff and then people say to me now like you know that means to do what your parents got to do you would have to make like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year now 
I'm like, okay, cool. Is that not possible? Well, it's hard. Cool. Have you decided to put a plan in place and work out how to make $250,000 a year? It's very, sounds like I'm talking big numbers and shit here, but there's other people that do it. So open your eyes, have a look, see it. If you can see it, it's believable. Someone else has done it, go and do it. And then just play the cards you dealt. Well, mate, no, because I've got Netflix, Spotify, YouTube to sort to 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 <laughs> sort <to> pay, <laughs> yeah, and Uber Eats <laughs> yeah. to use in the meantime, yeah, for convenience. But yeah. yeah, I think what this listener of the KTC is saying too is that yeah, a lot of us probably wouldn't want to swap our lives to go back to and have the ones that they had. That's my favorite. Mm. Would you actually like to go back there for a couple of fucking rental properties, mate? No way. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Yeah. When you start thinking of it, eh, the access to information and things we have now, I would upgrade oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. And for most of us, we don't even take advantage of it. Like, we don't even know how to use it. Google is underused. I say this all the time. And, and now, think, now think, ChatGPT and shit's well, come yeah. out and people don't even know what it is. I was about to say AI. Yeah. You know, I dabble, but I don't really understand. And you think, yeah. if you did understand, imagine what your... It's starting imagine to what pretty your, fucking good. Yeah, imagine what your life looks like. Mm. And do you know also, just on AI, do you know what I find is fascinating about humans is instead of being positive, the first thing everyone wants to know about AI is like, oh, but will it take our jobs? Like, why <laughs> the fuck do our brain, who taught us to think like that? <laughs> That's weird, eh? That so many people. No, to, it's, a, it's that like fight or flight thing. It's like, do we have to go to war with us if it's, if it's more powerful than us? Most people don't even like their job and then they're like, will it take my job? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> What are you on about? Like, why yeah. are you worried about if it takes your job? We you don't even like your job or your boss or your workmates. It's just bizarre. But because I see things and think, well, you know, one day I, I watch footage of people trying to go through intersections, and that was someone's job to wave it through. You're like, yeah. well, now no, one, that ain't a job anymore. Traffic worried about I'll replace you. Yeah, you worried about old bloody Boris who used to try and tell you to go through the intersection? No, you don't give a shit. You're just worried about your own job, but. Yeah, anyway, it's it's a fascinating conversation, right? Because I think it's it's good to, it's fun to have conversations about it, to compare, but like you it say, yeah, it doesn't really matter. And, and one day someone said to me, yeah, but did they go through September 11th? Did they go through the Christchurch earthquakes? Did they go through the pandemics in their early years when they were forming and stuff? And I thought, whoa, that's just a completely different angle to look at it from. I hadn't even thought like that before. Yeah, yeah. You know, those things back to back to back. You know, imagine you know, imagine having to go through that. And I'm like, whoa, you know, that, okay. Yeah. But that's, that's a, again, like another lens on the world. But there, we, we're going to have, there's, there's a really interesting concept called the fourth turning. Oh, you've been reading into that. Ages ago. You're yeah. going to start getting, like, called as conspiracy theorists and shit again now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was, like, quite normalized literature, is it not? Well, yeah. My whole take taking from it was basically the millennials would be the ones to sort it all out. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, we're in that camp, let's fucking roll. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the generations are after me. I had to Google. <laughs> the Zoomers and stuff, eh? So what are they called? We get Gen Z from 1995 to 2009. That's the Zoomers. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So Gen Y, millennials, born from 1980 to 1994. Generation Alpha from 2010 to 2024. And so it follows that Generation Beta will be born from 2025 to 2039. I don't even know. If I, I can guarantee you, mate, that 
generation beta probably already <laughs> fucking hate me and they haven't even been born yet. Yeah. You know, there's going to be generations that always look at the generation before them and go, well, you had it easy. But maybe also, I think I said this on a podcast recently, I've probably been banging on about it too much recently, but imagine if we do in a couple of generations have to sit down with some generation betas, some GBs, and they're telling us, dude, you could have gone and worked in Bali for like a whole year of your life and made a hundred grand online. Like, why the <laughs> fuck didn't you do it? What were you doing, bro? What were you thinking, man? Why did you stay in New Zealand? But like, I don't know, man. Oh, <laughs> shut up. I'm not yeah, sure. There's, there's always going to be heaps of that stuff, eh? Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. So there's lots of things that you. That's. I'm a massive fan, actually. Of I got this off Hormozy. He's like, have a conversation with your 85 year old self. So there's 85 year old Mikey over there, and talk to him. Be like, I've got this problem. How do I handle it? And then the old man comes back and tells you, and it puts you into this sort of mindset framework of figuring stuff out and helping you make decisions that are clear and concise and move you towards the later stages of your life without having big fucking breakdowns over them, you know? Yeah. And a lot of the time when you're trying to work through things and or build something, um, you, you can talk to your 85-year-old self and he'll be like, ah, don't worry about it, mate. Don't be a fucking idiot. Don't do that. Or, you know, oh, go hard on that one. That one's going to be real helpful, you know? It's really quite... Cool. Yeah. And I think, I don't think anyone does it. <laughs> it's probably quite weird. But yeah, it's a it's a good one because if you think about the things that are changing, like we've got multiple wars going on and there's all this shit going on around the world but and that's what we seem to focus on. That's what our attention gets drawn to. We've got an election next week in New Zealand and well, it might be after this pot, before this pot or whatever, but all of these things that soak up all of our attention, but then there's all this other shit. Like, I went to school and phones weren't invented. Yeah. Like, fuck, that is wild. Like, my work and my day revolves around my phone now. I couldn't imagine not having it, you know? Look and then even a phone, iPad, computer thing. Yeah. Phone, and this fucking <laughs> device over here that someone figured out how to build yeah. before us talking shit. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. And then if you fast forward and you think about what's happening with AI now... And then what can maybe be done? You know, like that movie Iron Man, and he's got that AI thing that knows everything, and he talks to him in his little workshop. Have you seen that movie? Nah. Nah, fuck. He's basically got like a a robot thing, but ask him anything. Yeah. We'll probably have that. No Mm. shit. Like, we'll actually be like, hey, AI, fucking, how many hours can the human body actually work? And it'll tell you, and then you go, I don't know why that. We use it for anything. Yeah. Even just... Sometimes I think about things and think, now I have to do those, or now I have to get that going, or put it on a to-do list, for instance. Yeah, or I, I happens when I'm driving. I'm like, fuck, I need to pull over and write down that idea, but I'm driving. But like yeah. AI will be able to do that for you. You're like, cool, it's in the to-do list of, yeah, yeah done. You like, had the thought, it's in, yeah. All of that shit's coming. Well, as an example, mate, I flew back from Australia a couple of weekends ago. I sat next to sit to a 70-year-old. I'm furious on Qantas. They're talking about how... There's not much room. Qantas is shit. Never find Qantas again. Look at the meal. It's average. I'm like, the fucking Wi-Fi's not working. <laughs> you know? What an idiot. What an idiot. You know, I'm thinking... The old boy next to you used to travel by boat. <laughs> but this... 
he was uh, he was telling me he had a good yarn of a seventy, and this is why I love talking to people of all different ages and stuff to yeah. find out what they've done and just how they see things. And I asked him, I said, "What do you guys think of you know New Zealand at the moment?" And they kind of both laughed at me and just like, oh, "This is an interesting combo." Yeah. But he said to me out of nowhere, he "said Mate, do you know such and such by any chance?" And obviously, knowing every single Kiwi, I'm like, "Yeah, mate, I do." It's <laughs> like, "Really?" He's like, "Oh, that's my that's my daughter's husband." I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I went to, I think he's a bit older than me at school, but yeah, I know who you're talking about if it's the same person. Yeah. He's just fascinated by this. So he's like, he lands, you know, I'm straight into the boom, welcome home, we've got the 5G again, okay, yeah. what messages do I have? Do I need to reply to some keep change messages? He's on the blower, ringing his daughter. <laughs> Sit next to Luke here. <laughs> ask him, you know, ask his ask his son-in-law, does does he know, does he, does he know Luke? I'm just thinking... <laughs> Mate, this is out the gate. You're right. This is the first thing you're doing. And this guy, do you want to talk to him? <laughs> oh, no. She's saying, Dad, he's trying to fucking work, mate. It's the middle of the day. No, we're not all retired. Looks like busy you. just like filling out his handwritten paper travel declaration. Yes. Fuck's sake. Complaining about how the electronic version is still not working. But, you know, I just think hilarious how, uh, just how far we've come, but just the things we deal with. And then the dude next to him, his data turns on. Oh shit, my flight's cancelled down to where he was going to. Straight on Air New Zealand, having a look. Can't fly to Wednesday, it was a Monday. What am I going to do? His mate's like, you can stay with me, mate. You know, and just think, the access to the internet and how quick you can make decisions now. Yeah, here I am gutted or dark at Qantas that their Wi-Fi's not working Mm. for three hours. (laughs) Can you not make do and talk to the dudes next to you? Yes, I can, so that's what I did. But I think a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that. They mm. would they would be dark. It wasn't that long ago that you couldn't get Wi-Fi on a plane. I got to watch someone commentating over the end of the All Blacks game as we were taking off on the Air New Zealand flight, so I didn't miss the last 10 minutes. That's <laughs> crazy, know, man. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's wild, eh? Yeah. Yeah, the stuff we have, I think, uh, it's like a natural human reaction to not be grateful for what we've got and sort of be negative about what we don't or don't have the benefit of, eh? Um that's why I'm massive on gratitude, you know, mm. practicing that every day, embedding it, because it is, it's I, so powerful. I also really enjoy talking to, like, older people or boomers or whatever um, that do want to pass on information, not tell you what to do. Yeah. Like, not tell you to, you know, put your rubbish in a bin or anything stupid like that. Like, I like the ones that are that will share their experience with you and stuff. Like, that stuff's so invaluable, eh? Yeah. I think um especially if they've got like something if they've achieved something that you would like to and hearing their version and stuff like that, man, that stuff's like yeah. You can't get that at school, you know, like that's proper good shit. I think we went through a time where we got so sick of hearing people say back in my day. Mm. And, you know, and I don't people don't say that as much anymore because I think People just we're go, nearly there, oh. mate. That's why. Yeah, true. We're getting older. We're yeah. turning into them. Sometimes I go to say things like, when I was at school, yeah. like, oh, people don't want to hear that, mate. Um, I think what the main issue with this always becomes is is housing and the cost of housing. And that comes back to our massive Kiwi desire of, you know, own your own home and... It's it's hard to do, and it's a high percentage of your after tax income that mm. goes to shelter and to, that goes to living. And for me, when I quit my job, for instance, I tried to figure out how can I decrease that cost. Because if that's one of the biggest costs you have in your life, why do we never 
tell Kiwis and educate them from the start, hey, you're going to spend the most money in your life on where you live. Yep. You should probably try and find some ways to decrease that cost. Speaking to a client this week where their friends have brought houses right during the boom and they've brought them so that they could live on their own because that's their goal. Market says, no, 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 no. You're paying a 6% interest rate on this debt. You want to live in that house, you want to take the risk, you couldn't afford it, you borrowed to live there, you're going to be paying this on the interest because we want to get a return on lending you that money. They can either go, well, actually, the goal wasn't worth enough to us, we're going to sell this, we're out of here. Some of them, they they say like they can't because they've got negative equity. Yeah, you get stuck, yep. What that really mm. means is they're not willing to take the loss and mm. find out a way to then fund that loss and go back because we hate going backwards. Mm-hmm. And then they've gone, well, I have to get a flat made in. Mm. But the whole point of buying the house is so they could live on their own. But now it's not a reality. And you've got to be able to flex in those times. And it's much like people going to university, well, I'm going to have to live with eight of my mates. And yes, people might say that that's despicable and that shouldn't be done in New Zealand. And that's, you know, that's inhumane. Yeah. I don't care. It's the only way I can do it. I'm going to have to do it. We don't spend enough time educating people about monitoring, decreasing, or managing the biggest costs that we have. Just being in a solutions mindset rather than a barrier mindset, you know? Like, I think if your instant reaction is like, oh, but this barrier, but this barrier, but this barrier, instead of what solution can I do I need to get over this problem? What solution do I need to jump over this barrier? How do I fix this? Um, like, I have trained myself to think that way. And, yeah, so beneficial. Um, and you stop caring about a lot of that shit, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you stop, you definitely, don't, I definitely don't care about how the boomers have got 5x the wealth or whatever. Like, I just do not give a fuck. It's, it's too late for me. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm not a boomer. <laughs> I don't care. Though. I'm like, sweet, I'm going to take some off them. Yeah, I'll just fucking work out a way to do it. Yeah. You know? And it's, um, yeah, this just, I try and stay very evidence-based. And what I mean by that is, you know, is there evidence of someone else doing it? Like, it doesn't even have to be me. It can be like, okay, is there another 32-year-old on the planet in the same structurally financial system that has cracked it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, it's possible. There's my evidence. I can move on. I don't need to be on social media like complaining about the matriarchy or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I still don't know, and I feel like I don't want to know. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to look it up. I think it's the queen in that. I don't, I don't know. Is it? Maybe not. I'm not sure. No, nah, you, you don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but also... You can't be naive to go through your life thinking that the rules aren't going to change. That's, I think, what has happened for a lot of us where we don't gel with how well the boomers have done and how they've had it easy and stuff. Because as an example for housing for them, right, you could borrow against the equity in your property, which you still can, and you could deduct the interest on your mortgage. You could stack it into a separate entity so that all the debt was sitting against that rental property because it's a form of business effectively in the eyes of the IRD and the tax rules, and you would have a loss because your expenses to run that rental were higher than the income. You would take that loss and you would put that into your tax return. It cost you $10,000 of your own money to try and keep that property going so that someone could rent 
it out from you and you would say, right, well, I made 100 grand this year or 70, let's say 70, but I had $10,000 loss from my rental property. Therefore, I should only pay tax on $60,000. You beauty, you're going to get a refund of $3,000. Cool. What am I going to do with this $3,000? I'm going to repair my rental. <laughs> That's going to increase the value of it. But it's not a, I wasn't doing it to increase the value. I was just repairing some things that are broken. So that's an expense to me in the next year. Also, we had years back before 2011, so not that long ago, where you could depreciate the building. So you would say, well, the building is actually losing its value each year. That's a non-cash expense that goes into your expenses. It increases them, decreases your profit again, increases your loss, put that into your tax return, increases your tax refund. Hard to get your head around, but slowly these things have been removed. For decades, these rules were in place. So the rules of having a rental property were way different. And yes, they were more favourable because they sound fucking great, don't they? You know, slowly those things have been removed. Yeah. But they, some of them still exist. And that's why I think a lot of boomers say, you've got to get on the property ladder and then when you get there, you've got to get a rental because it's just like, look at this, it's just worked. It's, it's just 40 worked. years of recency bias, yeah. Yeah. But when the rules change in any game, you've got to figure out how you play it. Mm-hmm. You look at any sport. The rules are always changing. You can either sit there and be like, we liked it way better last year. This is bullshit. Or, fuck, okay, we're all playing under the same rules again in this competition this year. I've got to adapt. I saw a post from you recently about your game, i.e. your industry in the mortgage space, the number of changes in the last two years. And you're like, there's a lot of changes in two years that you've had to navigate. You're not like, oh, this is bullshit, man. I can never write a mortgage again. You're like, okay, I'm going to have to figure this out. Mm. Then the next one. Then the next one. Then yeah. the next one, and you're still getting bigger and you're growing and you're taking on more people and you're teaching them how to be good at what they do. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, oh, the biggest the biggest rule change of all is interest rates. You know, they they started with 20%. We They finished with two. Now they're retired. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking nice run. Yeah. Like, you could put all of those rules back in, I reckon, around rental properties, then send interest rates to 20% and watch property not go up in value. You know, mm. like it won't, like interest rate is the big one. Yeah. And... Um, but yeah, you've just you've got to play the cards that you're dealt. It is what it is, and I do think there is room in a society for pushback and smart. I'm not smart enough. I'm not intellectual enough to have like debate with people properly. I can feel things, but then I'm not good enough at t- like explaining myself out of it. Yeah. And there is room for people to argue over stuff like what politicians do and stuff. I, I, there's not that much room in my life for politicians, but for people to try and fix things, you know, and find solutions to the system and, and the laws and all these these kind of things. I think that is there's a part of me that allows for that. But basically, for most of us, like, if you stay in the mindset of just worrying about all this shit and worrying about who had it better and who's got it better or whatever then you'll just wake up at 65 and still be saying that they had it better yeah oh the people after me also had it better i was just in a bad patch you know like that 65 year life that i live i missed everything yeah and it doesn't it doesn't serve you i and think i don't think it's healthy to be that way either because you that's like d- depression anxiety like all of the bad shit you don't want yeah you're just yeah. forcing yourself it's to like, look at what could have been. And it stops taking it stops you taking action and action is a cure to a lot of that shit. Like I said in an earlier podcast, mate, imagine if when you died someone sat you down and they were like, Hey, just gonna give you take you through a couple of hour run through of like where you went wrong mm-hmm. and what you could have had. 
and they showed you all the things you were thinking about wrong and how long you did it for and where you turned left and you should have turned right and you knew you tr- you should didn't trust your gut. Yeah. Fuck, it'd be brutal, eh? Yeah. Be this like, is what you could have had. Imagine, this is what was actually possible. It, yeah, and then the, like, the person... God's just sitting there telling you, being like, this is this is that massive fuck up you made, just laughing at you. <laughs> Remember those 16 Facebook posts you made about the boomers and how they had it easier? <laughs> yeah. Well, what you could have done is this over here and then would have introduced you to that person, that person, you go, oh, yeah, fucking check, because that's enough now, mate. You yeah. know, I, I go, one last thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't serve you well getting stuck here for too long. Mm. And we do have some things that are pretty good, well, really good, you know, mm. compared to other generations. And I have heard, I've just got ringing in my ears, this is soft generation, you know, people thinking that that was soft because things are... We are, though, but the boomers, like, created and built and engineered a world where we can be and still survive. Yeah. We don't have to go and work in, like, you know, massive, like, gas-filled, fucking greasy factories with suits on and shit anymore you know like we don't have to do that there's some people that do and fucking god bless those people but definitely like half of the economy is fucking email jobs i reckon it needs to swing back the other way a little bit and i'm one of them yeah i am in an email job and you know that's why they call us weak like because we go to work we sit in these fucking giant towers out there that i'm looking at with nice views and then complain about how we get paid and it's like hang on a minute we got paid less and we built those fucking things with our hands and carried the shit on our shoulders to the site and all of this stuff, you know? And mm. and we were the diesel mechanics that fixed the fucking diggers that got those those holes dug for those foundations. And, like, all of that stuff's way harder than a lot of the stuff that we do now. Yeah. But, again, different set of rules. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. On your rumble. That's it. One of the other things, just to touch on very quickly, is that I find confusing is that it's very common now for household for the partners of the partnership in a household. They both work, right? Mm. That's very common. Whereas earlier generations that wasn't so common. Yeah, that's a that is a breakdown of they fucked our money. The central banks around the world fucked our money. Yeah. And they inflated it too much and now we're required. because um, what happens is the as they as they fuck the money, increase the asset values. Right, so the mm. cost of a house goes up, and then it becomes a too big a multiple for one person to get. So you send the missus to work part time because she used to be able to stay home, look after the kids, and you'll do all that shit, blah blah blah. Now the houses cost five or six times. All right, up you get missy, you're off to work, and then we then we can go and buy a home, and then it just keeps getting stretched and stretched and stretched. Now we need to do overtime. Now we need to do this, and and that is that's like the macro part I hate. I know someone asked us to do a podcast on bitcoin which is like oh, yeah. like we can talk about a bit of that stuff in one of those yeah because what i find interesting is there's so much of a celebration now to um women getting any role that they want and women in power women in leadership and stuff like that and i'm all full supportive of that but then sometimes i say to tears i'm like but what if they don't want to but you're forced to like you're forced to work yeah like that kind of sucks yeah, or yeah. vice versa. What if a guy is like, I, don't, I just want to stay home with the kids and do this. Not just, sorry, it sounds bad like that, but you know. But it's almost like we can't because mm. it's so fucking expensive. The cost of shelter and a house and stuff yeah. 
And it's almost, I wonder sometimes, I think, and this probably would get borderline conspiracy, but do we tell all these people that you can do all that stuff and uh, you deserve it and it we need equal male and female in different industries and stuff so that we can kind of convince them to keep getting into the workforce because we broke something decades ago. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's just kind of just a fact. That's exactly what's happened. But that was, yeah, that's like why I rip on central banks a bit. But it's not the person who's running the central bank right now. It's happened over fucking decades of like slowly bleeding our purchasing power and we're forced to turn to leverage to make up for it. And we just end up in this giant 400 trillion debt-based economy around the world. Yeah. And we've got to all keep chipping in with our own debt to keep the Ponzi going. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, you put it like that, how great is it? (laughs) But, you know, I grew up watching my various parents doing overtime and working weekends and stuff. And so I think that that's normal. But for a lot of people, they wouldn't want to do that and they Mm. don't like that. And, you know, that's that's you shouldn't have to and... But for a lot of people, that is the reality and that is the requirement to keep mm. your rental property, to continue to pay your mortgage. And um, it's kind of, yeah, when you look at some of these things from different angles, you think, huh, I wonder what it was like in different generations. You know, I think they're all going to have their, their challenges and it's about trying to make the most out of the rules that are mm. inactive when you're doing your shit. Yeah. whether you're working or whatever. And one thing that I write down just about every day is opportunities because I'm trying to get my brain to see opportunities. Yeah. Because much like I joke about, imagine if someone sat you down when you died and said, look, this is all the opportunities that were in front of you, but you couldn't see them because you were too focused on these things. Again, there's no real teaching to tell people, mm. hey, keep looking for the opportunity. Keep And sometimes when I find a dollar on the ground, for instance, I'm like, fucking boom, you know? <laughs> like, how much money is out there? Some pricks left a dollar on the ground. <laughs> that is for me is it's a reminder. Ah, there is opportunity. There is a lot of money. That's fucking crazy. Someone left a dollar behind. They don't even care. But it's I laugh at it now as a reminder of, oh, shit. And they just pop up every now and then at the randomest time. And then you plant them around yourself. And I recently did a quick story on Instagram where some people probably thought, this guy's crazy. I have a David Beckham deodorant, which is just a reminder. I saw that. I was like, fuck, this guy's on cloud. <laughs> Fucking, you're on space, mate. I was like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is, is Luke okay? The answer is no. <laughs> no, he's not. But I deliberately uh, brought it because I thought, this dude, man, he was making me buy Adidas football boots, and now he's still selling fucking deodorant. Like, what the hell? How big is this guy thinking? How is he still relevant? It's just crazy. It's here in New Zealand, and here I am at Chemist Warehouse picking up a $6 can of this shit. <laughs> but Have you seen the new De- Beckham documentary on Netflix? No, someone told me there's a goodie. Yeah. yeah, I jumped in about halfway. I think Taylor had watched like the first half, but yeah, he's a he's a special man, eh? Yeah. But again, you very, know, very, very humble we it's easy for us to wire our brains with these things about how boomers had it and interest rates and these heaps of memes going around and they're quite funny at the moment mm. you know i've been sharing some whatnot but if you get triggered and real hurt by those and then you buy into that well it's not possible for me that's probably more damaging than the set of rules that have changed mm. anyway because you've got yourself stuck and the rules might turn in your favor but you're so hardwired not to see that 
because you're constantly thinking about how it's not possible. Mm. Hence why I say writing down opportunities, you know, seeing, you know, getting things anchored in your life throughout the week to remind you what they mean to you and they could be different to other people. Yeah, you can you can flip it all around in all sorts of ways, eh? Like some boomers don't even know they can email off their phone. Oh. I can run half my company off my phone. Yeah. You know, like we've got all these advantages, so you can you can make it sound good or bad either way. So the best thing to do is just not worry about it at all and just focus on your own stuff. And if you want to do some more reading on the fourth turning <laughs> in 1997, Mr. Howe and William Strauss published The Fourth Turning, which described a fourth-generation cycle of renewal, stabilization, decline, and crisis in Anglo-American history. Each generational turning takes about 20 years, so a complete cycle takes roughly 80 years. And there's a Wall Street Journal article, The Fourth Turning is here, and End Times Review, Big Wheel WSJ. So there's a Wikipedia page on it as well. I've asked people about this, and just about every person I ask has no idea what I'm talking about. They're like, I haven't heard that. And Just I, me, eh? <laughs> yeah, I asked my parents too because I thought, oh, no doubt older people know about this. And I thought, well, younger people are probably like, what do you want about, mate? And they were like, no, what are you What are you talking about? Yeah. I thought, oh, okay. So, yeah. It's interesting that it kind of aligns with the timing of Ray Dalio's big debt cycle as well. Yes. Which is, and the changing of world superpowers. So yeah, and I think I learned from... sort of coming... Yeah, you know all the big boys that really put effort and time into studying this shit. Yeah, they're all thinking around the same time all, frame. Yeah, starting to make some sense. I think I learnt Ray's teachings first, and then come across that and was like, "Oh, this kind of makes sense." But they just come at it from a different angle. But anyway, did the boomers have it all? Who knows? We've got who heaps cares? of stuff as well. Yeah, who cares? What yeah. we do care about is getting over two thousand reviews on Spotify because it's sitting at one thousand nine hundred. It's almost a little shaggy at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little shaggy. <laughs> Fantastic, touch me on my 